Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Dre back with another episode of Dre's State of Mind. Now, um, just wanted to uh, say what's up to everybody. Hope everybody's Valentine's Day went uh, swimmingly and accordingly, and uh, everybody got their romance on. Um, well, my my Valentine's Day was excellent. Uh, spent it with my fiance, uh, and we went to Cheesecake Factory, and uh, yeah, we had a wonderful time. Uh, nice dinner, and uh, then we came back home and uh, just enjoyed each other's company and fell asleep like some old people. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's all I can really say about that, man. Like, but you know, we enjoyed each other's company, and it was wonderful. So, and that was pretty much uh, two days after my team won. Uh, uh, my team lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan, and uh, yeah, man, that that one hurt. It definitely hurt. But uh, you know, I guess can't can't win them all. You know, we are uh, officially one in three in the Super Bowl now, and um, you know. Five days removed since uh, the Super Bowl lost, and you know, just let it. But it's it's already been fully digested by myself. Uh, I keep seeing some, you know, fellow Eagles fans on social media and stuff like that. But like, oh, if it was this, it was that, and you know, something happened, and I'm like, yo, whatever. Like, it wasn't like one particular play that lost the Super Bowl for us. It, it was a collective. <laughs> it was a collective effort. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just try to look at things rationally. And, you know, pretty much, you know, Jalen Hurts, like, he he played his ass off. Like, that boy balled. He balled his ass off. He scored three rushing touchdowns, threw one touchdown. Um, Yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, he deserved that MVP. Like, he balled. But... Then again, you know, Mahomes, he he deserved MVP for the winning side too. Even though his his stats wasn't wasn't as gaudy as uh Jalen Hurts' stats was. You know, he, he only threw for like one eighty seven or something like that. But he came through when his team needed him to. And pretty much uh our defense in the second half, like they, they was pretty much a no show. Um they got beat by the same play on opposite sides. Um, you know, the 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 motion receiver really threw them off. On the first joint, like, there was two defenders that actually went with Travis Kelsey, and I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Mahomes snaps the ball, and fucking, um, I forgot who it was, uh, was was in was in the end zone. Um, it wasn't Juju, was it? Nah, I, I can't remember. I just know the second one was Sky Moore. The second one was Sky Moore, you know, um, a lot of people was like, oh, well, the field was terrible and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, both both sides of the team, well, both teams were slipping on the field. Yes, I saw that. And, but it was just like, just came down to mental mistakes that our defense made. Even the offense, um, on the same drive in the second half, like, we had like two or three delay of games. And the, the last delay of game, like, to avoid that, um, we spent a timeout that actually came back and bit us in the ass in the end of the game, you know? So it's little things like that, that, uh, you know, cost your team a game over the course of a game. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, Chiefs, they made their second half um, adjustments. They won the game. 
So hats off to them. And uh, hopefully the Eagles come back, you know, better in 2023. Um, you know, it's just some things that they got to figure out in the offseason. Like uh, both coordinators uh, were pretty much um, they, they found head coaching jobs. Um, Shane Steichen, he ended up in Indianapolis as their head coach. And then uh, Jonathan Gannon, he went to Arizona, ironically, where the Super Bowl was. <laughs> um, he ended up as their head coach. So, you know, um, I'm kind of glad that Jonathan Gannon is off the team. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, because uh, within his two years as defensive coordinator, that man made no second half adjustments whatsoever. And there was like the majority of the games that we won, especially this season, um, it we ended up like holding on at the end and winning the game and shit like that, like just because, yo, know, we actually had like the pure talent to overcome dumbass coaching. So, um, Shane Steichen, uh, he he really got on my nerves in the second half of the Super Bowl because, uh, you know, pretty much we were actually controlling the time of the clock, uh, the time of possession. Uh, it was like twenty one minutes and some some seconds. That we had, um, Kansas City only had the ball for like nine seconds. I meant to say nine seconds for nine minutes in the first half, and all of a sudden, like you just want to get pass crazy and pass happy in the second half and abandon the run. Like, what the fuck were you doing? So yeah, take your dumb ass back to Indianapolis. Oh well, take your dumb ass to Indianapolis. Um, you, you you can stay right over there too. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can really think of. Uh, so pretty much. Um, Rumor is that Brian Johnson is pretty much going to be the offensive coordinator uh, to take Shane Steichen's place, which I approve. You know, um, Brian Johnson was actually a good collegiate quarterback at the University of Utah. I'm familiar with his game. And, Austin, you know, I've, I've been hearing that he's a brilliant offensive mind, young offensive talent coming up, and he's close with Jalen Hurts. So it makes sense to, you know, promote him as the offensive coordinator and, you know, uh, assist in his ascension and i'm pretty sure like him and hurts are going to cook up some shit um that's going to be even better um now on the defensive coordinator side uh i was hoping that they would get lovey smith i'm hearing that and reading that they're actually uh they they want to get vance johnson which is not that bad either because his defenses are pretty good um i think he was i think when he finally got a um Hey, coaching job. I think I'm sorry. It's Vance Joseph. I believe Vance Joseph was the coach of the uh, I think the Chargers when they were in, still in San Diego. Um, looking at his Wikipedia right now. <laughs> yeah, he he was a player for like two years and then he just went into coaching. Um, so pretty much he was a defensive back uh, as a coach. He was ah the Denver Broncos head coach. I know I know it was the AFC West team. Um, you know what? Uh, the other black dude was the uh, the Chargers coach. I forgot what his name is, but he got fired too. Um, so after his stint as the defense uh, the head coach of the Denver Broncos from 2017 to 2018, um, he was actually a he was a defensive coordinator for like the past three years of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, their defense, well, Arizona, like they, they got hit with like a, the, the injury bug for like the past few years. So, but usually um, his defenses are pretty good. So 
Uh, I wouldn't be too mad at getting him, but I would prefer Lovey Smith because Lovey Smith, uh, he was a, success, a successful head coach, uh, at you know with the with the Chicago Bears. He was like the first coach I've seen in a while that got fired after a ten and six season. I'm like, fam, like how the fuck do you get fired after going ten and six? I mean, I know your team didn't make the playoffs that year, but there was like three ten win seasons. Um, but two, uh, ten three win ten no shit three ten win teams <laughs> in that division at that particular point in time. The Bears were just with the odd team out. So, yeah, I, I would prefer Lovey Smith, but we'll see how it how it turns out. Um, now, Jalen Hurts is uh, is available for a contract extension, I believe, next year. So, like the pressing need for um, free agency this this season, um, this off season is going to be like, um, you know, Chauncey uh, Garter Johnson. You know, keep try to keep him at safety. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Javon Hargrave, more than likely, uh, it wouldn't surprise me that we're gonna bid, we're gonna bid farewell to, uh, you know, Brandon Graham and um, Fletcher Cox, long stays. But you know, you know how this business goes. Um, and pretty much like they're getting older, so you want to get younger at those positions. Uh, Fletcher Cox is like 33, I believe. Uh, Brandon Graham is probably like 34, 35, something like that. Because I think he's like a few years older than um, than Fletcher Cox. Uh, Javon Hargrave, um, you know, he he will be uh, you know a good presence inside, you know, to keep him uh, in the interior line. Like you know, now I guess like if you bid farewell to. Uh, Fletcher Cox, then, you know, definitely Jordan Davis is going to get some more snaps, but definitely want to keep a rotation around that defensive line just to keep him fresh. And, um, yeah, so pretty much uh, the notable the notable um, free agents for the Eagles, there is uh, Fletcher Cox, as stated, uh, Robert Quinn, which I don't, I don't expect them to bring him back. Um, that, that was just like a midseason trade. Uh, from the Bears to like try to bolster that pass rush uh, as they made a Super Bowl run. Uh, Javon Hargrave, um, Chauncey Gardner, uh, Gardner Johnson, and uh, yeah, uh, Kaiser White. I think T.J. Edwards. I think Boston Scott. Like there, there's a there's a few. So we might actually have to bid bid a bid farewell to uh, some fan favorites and stuff like that, but. Um, if we do bid a, bid farewell to TJ Edwards, then Nicobe Dean will probably step in and finally get his uh, his shot at middle linebacker. And you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm waiting because that man was a beast. He was a beast in college. So I was I just want to see what he does in um in in the in the NFL. As he's fast, he's fast as shit as a linebacker. So and once they unleash him and let him go. I I got a feeling that he's gonna be a beast. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the uh, 2023 season. I'm just I'm just bummed that we gotta wait until like September, well August. You know what I'm saying to like training camp and all that shit, and then hope that your key players, um, you know, get out of training camp healthy and everything like that. So, you know, it sucks. So you don't want to lose anybody in training camp and everything like that. Oh yeah. Also, Miles Sanders is a free agent as well. So, um, you know, a lot of people are trying to 
draft his uh, his replacement with uh, Bijan Robinson at, at Texas. Yeah, he's a beast, but I don't know if Howie's going to go, uh, you know, for a running back at the in, in at any point in the first round because we have two first round picks. So it's like, what team do you know went to a Super Bowl? You know, we lost the Super Bowl, but we still have a top ten pick, and then we still have our own pick. So. We got the 10th and the, I believe the 30, I believe it's 32 picks, but it's 31 because the Dolphins forfeited their pick because they did some bullshit. Uh, So they got punished. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Um, And then also, uh, just looking back, so the Eagles and the Vikings trade conditions for Jalen Reger. So trying to see how that's going to, play out for us so it says when the philadelphia eagles announced the trade of jalen rager uh, to the minnesota vikings back in august before the start of the 2022 nfl regular season they published that they had received a seventh round pick in 2023 and a conditional fourth round pick in 2024 uh, which could change to a fifth round pick uh, if certain statistical marks are not met so pretty much um It'll just be a seventh round pick for this season. And then it could either be a fifth round pick. Um, no, fourth round pick in 2024. It could change to a fifth round pick. So pretty much the statistical benchmarks are now known uh, per a per source. The fifth round pick will become uh, a fourth round pick if Rager achieves uh, any of these following benchmarks in, his, uh, in either 2022 or 2023. 40 receptions, 500 receiving yards, five touchdowns. So in 2022, Jalen Reger had eight catches, 104 yards, and a touchdown. So he did not reach those benchmarks. So it looks like, I mean, if, if he trends the same way that he did like next year, like if he puts up the same numbers that he put up this year, then it's going to be a fifth-round pick. But if he actually improves his numbers next year, then it's going to be a fourth-round pick. So... Stop being a bum. <laughs> Stop being a bum, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Um, so yeah, man, like um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is uh pretty much on his uh his bullshit. <laughs> his bullshit like uh during the off season. So, you know, apparently he's going on a darkness retreat, whatever the fuck that is. Probably go uh in the desert, go eat some mushrooms and shit, and then this ponder what he wants to do with the rest of his career but you know i guess like there's some uh there's some quarterbacks that's waiting for this dude to like finish doing what the fuck he's doing and stop wasting people's time and just be like yo are you going back to green bay do you want to trade or you're are you retiring because other people need to, to figure out what they're doing you feel me like Derek carr like the jets are trying to wait i guess to see if they could trade for um if they could trade for aaron Rodgers, but they're also trying to keep an eye on Derek Carr as well and see if they can get Derek Carr just in case they can't get Aaron Rodgers, which I would probably go with Derek Carr in the first place just because he's younger and you could probably like get a few more years out of him as a bridge quarterback. And then, you know, the, depending on how he plays like the next couple of years, decide, you know, whether or not, but you're going to have to replace him anyway, really, because I think he's like 30, 30 or 33, something like that. Uh, huh, Let me see what. Let's see uh, how old Derek Carr is right real quick. Um, I believe he is. Actually, hold up. Let me look at Derek Carr age. 
How old is this motherfucker? <laughs> so I'm looking at okay, he's 31. So yeah, eventually you're gonna have to re- probably replace him. But uh, depending on how you know how good he plays or whatever, because you know quarterbacks are playing older. They're playing into like their their latter years now. So, um, but yeah, I, I think he he would he would definitely be improve, an improvement on what the what, what the quarterback situation is with the Jets nowadays. So. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll be a, he'll be a vast improvement. Um, trying to think of what other quarterbacks, uh, the Raiders, you know, his former team, they got to prioritize, like bringing back Josh Jacobs. Cause he was pretty much like the whole goddamn, um, offense besides him and like Devonte Adams, um, possibly get a, another receiver to go. With uh, Devontae Adams, Mac Hollins actually had a pretty good season uh, this year. Um, you know, do you actually go out and draft a quarterback if you're the Raiders, or do you have faith? Do you have enough faith in Jared Stidham to be like, okay, like he could be our guy going forward? Uh, yeah, he had a good like three or four games, you know, at the end of the season. He's 26 years old, but the thing is, with the NFL, they're going to have tape on him. So defenses are going to be more prepared for him, you know, in the next in, in the next season, the upcoming season. They're going to have tape on him. They're going to have game plans. They're going to see what he does good, and they're going to try to take that away from him. Now, um, speaking of that, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do as well because uh, one, they have like two quarterbacks that. Could possibly be their quarterbacks of the future, but you really don't know. Um, well, you okay? So you've seen a larger sample size um, with uh, the fuck is that man's name? I forgot his name already. Uh, Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> uh, the fuck is his name? I Brock Purdy. <laughs> I cannot forget this motherfucker's name. Uh, with Brock Purdy. All right, so you have a bigger sample size of what Brock Purdy can do with that with that current offense. You know, with uh, Brock Purdy, you know, Debo Samuel and um, uh, CMC Christian McCaffrey. Um, I I still think you know the 49ers are probably like a consistent second wide receiver away from actually, you know, getting back to the Super Bowl because, um. Their, their other guy, uh, I forgot what the fuck his name is. Uh, let's be free, forgetting players' names. Um, the little short dude. Uh, he, he's not consistent enough for me. So I, I think like they're they're another big play receiver away from getting back to the Super Bowl. Their defense is pretty good, but they lost D'Amico Ryan's, which is a that's a huge hit. So you know we're gonna see what their defense looks like without D'Amico Ryan's because he went to Houston. He's going to be their head coach. So he's got a hell of a job, a rebuild job in front of him. And then, you know, the Houston Texans gave him a five-year contract. Let's see how how much of that contract, if he's going to actually see the whole contract or if they're going to fire him within, like, the first two or three years or something like that because you know what they do with black coaches in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, man, there's, there's a lot of interesting things that's going to be going on in the NFL pretty much uh, during this offseason. And the NFL draft is in two months. So, uh, yeah. So we're, we're just going to see what's going on with that. In the NBA, they just went to the All-Star break. And 
My Sixers is uh, currently sitting in the third uh, spot in the Eastern Conference. So pretty much uh, we're, we're just trying to see, you know, how the rest of this season goes. Because once, once the season resumes, there's 25 games left in the season. Um, so pretty much uh, I don't even know if uh, Joel Embiid is going to play in the All-Star game. Um, if he just wants to rest or whatever. Uh, he wasn't an all-star starter, which is like a fucking head-scratcher to me this year. Um, so I was like, who the fuck is like the starting five? I didn't even really pay attention. But, uh, yeah, so tonight, uh, I don't even know what the fuck the fest- festivities are. I got to work this weekend anyway, so more than likely I probably ain't going to watch this shit. Uh, I think like this. Oh, okay, so tonight is the Rising Stars um, semifinal? the fuck so it's the rising stars um i guess it's semi-final so you have team pal i guess team pal gasol versus team darren williams and then team joakim noah versus team jason i'm assuming jason kid and then the winner of those plays uh in the final which is fucking stupid um on so that's tonight on saturday i believe they have like the skills events or some shit like that. And then Sunday is like the all-star game or whatever. So yeah, um, they, they just be doing stupid shit with the uh, NBA all-star game. Now kind of like how, um, the NFL did some stupid shit with the, uh, with the pro bowl this year. Like motherfuckers really had like a flag football game. I'm like, yo, just get rid of this shit, dog. Like motherfuckers is having like skill competitions and fucking like, cap it off with a flag football like <laughs> flag football game like just just get rid of this shit like just name people you know to the pro bowl you know that that's like the that's their all-star nod and everything like that and then like just just cut ties like just get rid of that shit and have them be like all pros and pro bowl selections and blah 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 and all this and that and that's it just leave it alone because uh, the shit is just getting stupider and stupider like every fucking year. Um, so in the Eastern Conference of the NBA, uh, the Boston Celtics are a game, actually a half a game ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks, who are actually on a 10-game winning streak right now. Actually a 12-game winning streak. I'm sorry. I disrespected the winning streak. So they're on a 12-game winning streak. Like the Bucks is balling. They're playing out of their minds. Um so number one is the Celtics. Number two is the Bucks. Number three is my Sixers, who uh, are on a, currently on a four-game winning streak. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, who the Sixers just beat the other night, um, they're the fourth seed. The Brooklyn Nets miraculously are in the fifth seed. The you know, going given like their whole situation where motherfuckers has had like a whole upheaval in Brooklyn. <laughs> So last year, like, you know, they got rid of James Harden. They traded him to, um, you know, my Sixers for Ben Simmons, um, Seth Curry, and someone else. So pretty much um, this season, they just got rid of Kyrie Irving. They sent him to Dallas, uh, team him up with Luka. And then a couple days after, they traded Kevin Durant uh, to Phoenix and teamed him up with uh, – CP3 and Devin Booker. Now, the, sh- the wild shit was after they traded Kyrie, Brooklyn was telling teams that they're not trading Kevin Durant, and then a few days later, they traded this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, you lying sons of bitches. 
But anyway, all right. So the Brooklyn Nets, like, like I said, like they are holding on to like the fifth seed, and it's just like miraculous. But it looks like you know Jacques Vaughn is actually doing a, a good coaching job over there. You know, based on the roster that he has now. Um, you know, the roster contains Royce O'Neal. He's a pretty good defender. Um, Mikel Bridges, who who he just actually had like a 45-point game the other night. So I'm kind of happy for him that he got out of Phoenix so he can actually, you know, show his uh, his skill set because he, he's, a, he's a really good player. Um, Cameron Johnson, who came over with Bridges uh, from the Suns. Ed Sumner, uh, David Duke uh, Jr., the only David Duke that I know of is like the fucking racist dude, but this David Duke is black though. <laughs> like David Duke, like he was the uh the head of the, like the KKK and shit like back in the day. Um Patty Mills, Drew Smith, Ben Simmons bumass. Um Yo, like he damn, he's only been he's only 26. This boy is ass cheeks, yo, like straight butt cheeks. Like yo, this is what he's averaging this season. He's supposed to be this generational talent, superstar, blah, 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 and all this and that. This motherfucker is averaging 6.9 seasons a game. I said 6.9. 6.9 seasons, uh, 6.9 points per game. I'm sorry. 6.3 rebounds per game. Mind you, this motherfucker is 6.10. Like, why are you averaging, like, not even seven rebounds a game? And then 6.1 assists. The thing that everybody was like, oh, he's like, a passing wizard, blah, blah, blah. This motherfucker's only averaging six fucking points a game, though. I mean, six uh, six assists a game. Like, shit is ridiculous. But, like, in his last five seasons, I said last five seasons, his last five games um, against Miami two days ago, he put up two points, one for two shooting, uh, four defensive rebounds. He had four rebounds, four assists. Um, pretty much two points, and on February 13th against the New York Knicks, he had two points. He had three rebounds and two assists, one block, two turnovers. Against the Sixers, his former team, this nigga played 16 minutes, four points, um, four points, two rebounds. Now he actually had three rebounds and three assists. Like this boy is as straight ass cheeks. Against the... Brooklyn, no, against the Chicago Bulls on the ninth, played 20 minutes, eight points. He had uh, eight rebounds, four four assists. His plus minus was negative 12, yo. Like, you can't tell me that this motherfucker. Like, I don't understand what happened to this dude. He was averaging about, like, 16, 18 points a game uh, with the Sixers, like, his first couple years. It, it seems like the fucking Atlanta Hawks broke this motherfucker. Like, in the playoffs, they broke this nigga's psyche. This nigga, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this dude, but he has not recovered from that shit. Trey Lance, I said Trey Lance, Trey Young broke this nigga. Like, he, Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks broke this man's fucking psyche, and he has not recovered since. Like, this nigga is soft as baby shit, my nigga. Like, you might as well just retire from basketball and just go streaming full-time. Like, you, you're part of... Uh, the, the fucking, um, I forgot, like, what fucking uh, gaming clan he's a part of. Like, yo, just go stream full-time, my guy. Like, just go stream full-time. Like, just walk away from the NBA. I'm pretty sure you'll make some money, you know what I'm saying, like, with the, the brand deals that you'll 
make streaming as well because like this shit is ridiculous like you're 6'10 you're fast as fuck you're strong niggas was literally comparing this motherfucker to lebron james they were like oh if he can get a jump shot he could be like lebron james like a few years ago now this nigga is a total shell of himself like i don't understand what the fuck is what happened with this dude but this nigga is fucking baby cheek soft <laughs> this nigga's baby shit soft he's softer than baby puppies yo this shit is ridiculous all right, so I lost train of thought. Uh, so they're in the fifth seed. <laughs> the New York Knicks are in the sixth seed. Um, the Miami Heat are in the seventh seed. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks are actually in the eighth seed. And then uh, the Washington Wizards and the Toronto Raptors are in the ninth and tenth seeds, respectively. Uh, top ten seeds. Uh, well, actually, like, seeds ten through seven. Like, they have, like, the player in the game now. At the end of the season, then like the winners of those games pretty much like um determine like the seventh and the eighth seed, I think like that. Something like that. Um so pretty much yeah, yeah. Uh the Denver Nuggets in the West are the one seed, the Memphis Grizzlies are the two seed, uh Sacramento Kings surprisingly are the three seed this season. Like those young boys over there in Sacramento are they they're hooping. They're hooping and it's coming together and I like to see that. Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers um, with fucking PG, um, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard in and out the fucking lineup with fucking load management and these niggas being fucking hurt. <laughs> uh, holding on to the four seed. Um, the new look Phoenix Suns are now in the fifth seed. The Dallas Mavericks are actually in the sixth seed. Yo, niggas really be on like Lucas Dick, but like this nigga is like mad. He, like, yeah, he puts up numbers, but his team, like, is just, his team is average. So, like, if he keeps the shit up, like, I mean, they get, they got Kyrie. Like, none of these niggas play defense in Dallas. So, I don't expect them to win the championship this season. If they don't improve their defense in the offseason, they're, they're never going to win a championship. And then they're going to waste this whole pairing between Kyrie and, and Luka, depending on how long that shit lasts. Because, you know, Kyrie's known to, like, just walk away from a team just because he feels like it. Um, you know, the New Orleans Pel Pelicans are in the seventh seed. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves are in the eighth. Golden State, the defending champs, are 29 and 29. They are in the ninth seed. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, them young boys, is actually playing above uh, expectations as well. They're in the tenth seed. So uh, then everybody else is just ass. Uh, <laughs> Well, Utah was in the one seed to start off the season, but then like they just came back to earth, and they're in the 11th seed. Uh, Portland Trailblazers with Damian Lillard. That nigga just decided, I'm just going to be on a me mediocre team for the rest of my career. Um, I understand being loyal, but you ain't going to win shit. Uh, he is currently in the 12th seed with the Portland Trailblazers, LeBron James. Uh, the NBA's now all-time leading scorer. And the Los Angeles Lakers are five games below 500. At 27-32, they are the 13th seed. And, uh, damn. Damn. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, you, you hate to see the uh, the fall of uh, how, fall, how far Greg Popovich has fallen uh, with his squad. But um, they definitely are ass. Uh, they are 14-45. and 45, But they are game better than the Houston Rockets who are 13 and 45. 
So, but the San Antonio Spurs have actually the longest losing streak in the NBA right now. They have lost 14 straight games. God damn. I, I never thought I'd see a Greg Popovich-led team lose that many games in a row. This nigga might actually fucking retire within like in the, the next year or two. If you can't find like the next Tim Duncan or David Robinson or whatever, like a generational talent or a Kawhi Leonard or something, this motherfucker might actually quit. <laughs> It'd be like, yo, I got my fucking, I got my four rings. Oh, is it four or five? I think he's got five. Like, I got my five rings, yo, I'm out. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's pretty much what's going on uh, with the sports report right now. And, uh, yeah, man, so it's just a lot of things going on. And uh, just wanted to hop on and, and just say what up. And I uh, hope everybody's doing good. So that's going to be it for today, right now. And hopefully I'll be back next week with another episode of uh, Dre State of Mind for y'all. Hope everybody stays good, stays healthy, and uh, everybody have a great weekend. All right, peace.